Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up, friends? And welcome to the Ball and Buds Podcast. I am your host, Omar Fonseca, a.k.a. the Street Professor. Shout out for P.O., a.k.a. the Vangelic Surgeon, a.k.a. your mother's favorite podcaster. She listens to me on her Peloton. And as always, thank you for tuning in. I am super excited today. We have coming in our NBA insider, Ron Obasi, will be in to break down the 2021 NBA playoffs and finals. Yes, sir. But first, you know how we like to start here. The Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's Overture. So let's kick this bad boy off. Get over here! Yes, sir. We today are going to talk about some NBA. We are going to talk some fakers. I mean, uh, Lakers. Kill shot! We're going to talk some Knickers. I mean, mean, Knicks. Kill shot! Uh, We're going to talk some... How the hell do they have the same record? Uh, We're going to talk some NBA is better when the Celtics, Knickers, and Fakers, I mean uh, Celtics, Knicks, and Lakers, are all good, right? (laughs) We're also going to talk a little MVP or most improved race, maybe a little of both. We're going to talk about some six-man of the year. We're going to talk Nets. We're going to have our Celtics and Heat conversation, seeing as those are both of our teams. We are going to have some rookie of the year and most valuable player conversations. We are going to talk the play-in tournament. We are going to talk Russell Westbrook, your new triple-double king. And we are going to talk our finals predictions. This is a jam-packed episode. We're going to fit it all in there. So get ready, my friends. I am ready. You are ready. And now, without further ado, NBA insider Ron Obasi is here in the crib with me. Catch my man Ron Obasi at Obasi Ron. That's O-B-A-S-I-R-O-N on Twitter. And actually, first time. We're actually going to be the Ball and Buds podcast. Say what? And this episode is brought to you by the strains. Blue Dream, Lemon Cane OG, and some Honey Bun Cookies. And let me tell you, them Honey Bun Cookies, woo-wee, that joint hits like a monster kill, 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 kill. We're going to uh, smoke a little bit of this, feel nice, and talk some NBA. So, my brother, Ron Abbasi, right here. He is yeah, Nashville's finest MC here to join mm-hmm. me. So, you know, be on the lookout for that man on Twitter. Uh, welcome, my friend. How things been? Bro, things have been good, bro. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'm on the way back, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Nah, man, everything's been good, bro. I, uh, <clears throat> I think it's funny that I've been I wore these seventy six and shorts over here. That is funny because he didn't know that we were going to be doing this podcast. I had no idea we were going to be shooting this today. Uh, this is the gear is just nice. Um, for the record, I'm a Heat fan. He is a Heat fan. He's not a seventy sixers fan. Um, Dwayne Wade fan. You know what I'm saying Heat fan too. Forever. We're going to definitely get into that. We're going to talk a little Celtics. We're going to talk a little Heat. We're going to talk a little bit of LeBron. Some Nets. 
you know, we're going to talk all that good stuff. So, you know, the NBA has been really wild this season, right? We've seen a lot of different teams come up, like the Knicks, and they're a playoff team. They got Julius Randle and the Derrick Rose and the crew do some things. You know, so they got the same record as the Lakers. How crazy is this? 2021 has just been wild. So we're going to the playoffs. How do you feel about this season overall? Definitely some unexpected things, you know what I mean? Uh, The defending champs not being dominant this year. Say what? Injuries. Um, The Knicks were definitely a surprise, only because, you know what I'm saying, history usually say that they're ass. (laughs) (laughs) You suck. But they're not ass. But, and you know, that comes down to... You got to give them credit, though. They have a great team. When was the last time they won a championship? It was like the 60s, wasn't it? Like Willis Reed? Yeah. Damn, that's like 40, 50 years, dog. Yeah. And they're supposed to be a premier franchise. Let me look at the notes real quick. The last time they won was in 1973. Oh, my goodness. That's almost 50 years ago. Knicks are some trash. (laughs) And they only have two. How are they considered a premier franchise with two championships did we overlook this has every nba fan overlooked this or are we just considering them premier because they play in madison square garden i'll just be kermit sipping my 17 championship tea i mean it's new york you feel me like the NBA what is else? always better when you have New Absolutely. York, Boston, L.A. Absolutely. That's why I never expect those teams to be trash for very long. Because, I mean, yeah. it's just the Knicks have been trash for very long. So, it's a so surprised that they haven't, uh, <laughs> you know, the But they, have a, they have a good basketball market now. Shit, and they drafted well, even when people didn't think they did. Yeah, it also had to do with the front office that they put together, right? Because they got what World Wide West and Leon Rose there now, so they've been putting together a good squad. And definitely shout out to Tibbs, Tom Thibodeau, former Celtic. Dude is a beast of a coach, always has been. He will be coach of the year. Say what? So props to him on hyping up that New York team and getting them to where they are at. I mean, Julius Randle, no one ever thought he was going to really blow up like this, right? We thought he had pretty much reached the ceiling at this point, but he has shown another level. Do you think he's an MVP candidate, though? Say what? People are, I I don't think so either. Yeah, people are saying everything. No, I mean, I I think he's the most improved player. Yes, yes, yeah. Him or Derrick Rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Derrick Rose looking like his old Derrick Rose. Is he not, is he six man right, though? Yeah, I think he's coming off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Would he be six man of the year? I think he'd be in the conversation. I know they have. Not to take. No, 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 no. Let's we can go on tangents. Whatever. I guess. I guess it'd be what Derrick Rose. And, Let me look it up real quick. White Jordan Clarkson. Let's see what they got here. The race is looking like Jordan Clarkson. Yup, Montrez Harrell. Who else they got here? Uh, Joe Ingles is there. Shake Milton. Hmm. Um, and Dario Sarge. So are know, the top five that they on, got. On so the pretty much, let's look at the top two, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jordan Clarkson, who you said, yeah. and and Montrezl Harrell. So I guess Derrick Rose isn't coming off the bench then. Is he starting a point guard for them? I thought he was coming off the bench. But maybe because when he played in the Pistons, he was starting. Yeah, that's right. That, that's probably yeah. why. Okay. All right, so how do we feel about the Lakers, though? We talked about that. You said the injuries. Jordan Clarkson is going to win that award, by the way. Yes, I, I think I agree with you. That's probably a runaway. Say what? Because Harold won last year, so I don't think yeah, he, he hasn't even been playing. Like, he that great anyway. He was struggling to get, like, full watching the game. Well, he'd been injured, too, right? Because it's no, I know a lot of people in the Schroeder has. Him and, and Gasol splitting minutes and right. stuff like that. And right. 
because Drummond, Drummond came been in. Playing, so it's been a struggle for him. I mean, he's good, right? Right. So like you could give him when he does play. Of course, he does well. But I think they've been struggling like in rotation and minutes or some shit like that. Right, but they also, like you said, have the injuries, right? They got yeah. LeBron out, AD out. Now they're both back now. If they can stay healthy, yeah, for sure. You know, they, they obviously have a better chance than most people. Along with the Nets, right? So the Nets is pretty much the same subject, right? All year <laughs> they've been right. They've just been <laughs> they haven't been healthy. This is what it is. What it is, right? They try to put it together, super team, and they got great players, but they just never on the floor together. Mm-hmm. And so James Harden has been out a lot, and I believe they're like four and something when Harden is out. Let me get the exact stat on that. I believe they're like four and eleven or something. They, I would too, right? If you're you trying got three to, superstars, right? You shouldn't have to use all three every night, but they haven't been winning. They are twenty-seven and seven when he plays. They are nine and eleven when he doesn't play. These are stats are from earlier in the week. So basically, they're losing when he doesn't play. <laughs> they have losing records when James Harden doesn't play. You know, we thought maybe they 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 were are they going to mesh together? Is it all going to work out? It seems like when they're on the floor, they're meshed pretty well. Kyrie, obviously, as Jalen Rose says, his left hand deserves its own league pass, right? We know that. He's got the best handles, you know, maybe of all time. We know that. Get over here! Even though I, I don't really care for him after what he did to my team, but, you know, we'll let that go. Uh, I'm not going to be be bitter. <laughs> hey, what happened? Toasty! Um, That's funny. But, yeah, so what do you think about the Nets? Do you think that uh, – what, what They'll be fine. Like I said, I think they're resting players. Like, they come out – I think they come out top. Okay. So, you, you do – that's your pick in the Eastern Conference? Yeah, they definitely – bruh. Well, you I just never know if they're going to stay healthy. So you All right, so you're right. It's not, it's not even in a situation that I'm not going to act like it's very obvious. Let me tell you why. Now, not only do I think they have the luxury of resting players, like I say, they have three of the top five best offensive players in the league. Yeah, right far. It's not. That might be not one, two, three. Might be. Might be. <laughs> that might be might one, be. two, three. They might be. They're not. But they might be. Nope. Denied. <laughs> nah, but for real, three great offensive players, right? Harden is one of the greatest scorers in NBA history, as is Durant. He's one of the greatest shooters in NBA history, right? And then Kyrie. With the way he's headed right now with his stats, he'll be the ninth player to join the 50-40-90 club this season. In NBA history, the ninth player, 50% field goal shooting, 40% three-point percentage, and 90% free throw percentage. So that's a very, very high club to be in, right? That's a very lot of high-quality players. And so the other seven in that club are my favorite player of all time, Mr. Larry Bird, a two-time member of that 50-40-90 club. Steve Nash, a four-time member. That's amazing. Wow. Dirk Nowitzki, Reggie Miller, Steph Curry. You know, everybody that we thought would be there, right? I would have thought Ray Allen would have been there, but he's not on the list. Odd. I really thought Ray Allen would have been on there. Hmm. Man, Jesus Shuttlesworth wasn't on the list. That's some uh, that's some oddity right there. I would have thought Jesus Shuttlesworth would have been on the list. <laughs> oh, man, Ray Ray. Anyways, uh, the other two are Mark Price, if you remember him. He was a small guard from the uh, 90s, played on the Cavs. Really good player. And then Malcolm Brogdon. Um, But I'm surprised that he's on that list and Ray Allen isn't. Oh, man. So, and they don't, it's not like their surrounding pieces are trash. Doesn't matter what their record is. This is a stride for them to at least find more gelling 
in the other rotation. So where then when Harden comes mm. back and he's not on the right. floor. Right. But you don't think them not playing any games together is going to – No, nah, because Harden has played with all those guys, and you see how well he makes those guys better when he's on the floor. Right. And these are not – one thing I can say about this Nets team, I think <laughs> quit acting like this is young Kyrie, young KD, and young Harden. These are top three offensive players, and their IQs are sharper than a lot of people in the league. Yeah, no doubt about them that. Them three really. together, they're not going to fuck up. I don't care. You you know what I mean? They're yeah. not gonna fuck up together. So it's all about the surrounding pieces. I think that's what they're doing. Surrounding pieces. So if they're healthy, you got finding who's gonna get the playoff minutes and shit. So you got the Nets over the Lakers, or if healthy, or Clips over Bucks if not, right? And then I got the Nets over Lakers if healthy, and if not, the Clips over Philly. So we have similar picks in our finals predictions: healthy and non-healthy. So if healthy, then we agree it will be the Lakers or Nets. Yes, which which to me, not only is that my pick, I think it's the preferred pick. I think that's what everybody wants to see. I think everybody wants to yeah, see that, which is which is also not a bad thing. I know, I want to see it. I, I want to see it too. Um, it's definitely a final series. I but I'm thinking, and and this is just me right now, if they are not healthy, I'll, I, I want to know your picks too. But if they're not healthy, for some reason, I'm just thinking 76ers uh, Clippers is, is like would be my pick if they if those teams didn't get in if they weren't healthy. The Lakers and Nets. No, I think the Bucks are coming on top. Of you think the Bucks the on the on the Sixers? But I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you. It's a good matchup. I'm really trying not to be biased here, but I think the Heat are gonna show people why we're tough again now that we're here in our stride. For some reason, y'all haven't healthy. been gelling this year. That's a good segue though, because well, I mean, we, we've been injured. We've been injured too. We've had a, again. Some, one of the top teams in injuries this year. Tyler just came back. Charger's not playing his same self because of injuries. Jimmy Butler was out weeks, but since he's been back, we've had a crazy winning record. We've been beating good teams. We've been winning tough games. Bam out of bio is in another stride and shit. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that we're going to come out on top. I still got the Nets or the Bucks, but my two A, two B is Bucks or Heat. I just don't see either, I think, one, of, I, I just don't see either one of us beating the Nets. I think you guys are gelling at the right time, and I think you guys got, like you said, a tough squad. And I definitely mm-hmm. think y'all have a way better chance than, than us, especially now that Jalen Brown is out. Yeah, that hurts. But, you know, I'm hoping that uh, Tatum and Kemba can pull together and do something. But, I mean, we're too injured, and we're not gelled enough. We don't have the depth. think we're, we're a first or second round exit. We could get to the conference finals. We're not going to win the championship. Jason Tatum is amazing, but him and Kemba can't take it by themselves to the championship, I don't believe, this season. But, you know, hey. We got time to get better. I trust Danny Ainge and I trust Brad Stevens. Um, I think they should both be kept on, and I think that we will win a championship soon. Does that take Kemba out of the slept on conversation? I don't know because he's been injured. So I think Kemba at full strength is still an amazing player. Like he's getting a little older, but I still think he's awesome. Like, but he's just been really injured this year. So people have been hating on him. But again, they haven't gelled well because they have been injured. So they haven't been playing well, and they're not going to. So I'm, I'm already counting them out. Right? They are a first round exit. I don't want to see the Hornets. Right? I don't want to see the Hornet or the Wizards. What do you think about the Hornets, Doug? Scared. MJ actually put together a, t- a squad. Well, I mean, they're good, but I mean, they still don't have. They're still a, they're not a championship team, but right? they are a team that you enjoy watching. They're a league they pass favorite for sure. They can play basketball. The Mellows were good here by far. Yeah. Say what? Although. I'll be loving me some Anthony Edwards as well. Yeah, but, bro, he's amazing, too. I, I guess I was just giving my rookie of the year. Yeah, no, no, no. Which we're we talking were gonna about get amazing into. rookies. 
Anthony for sure. Yeah. He brings a lot of Ant Man, and he's funny as hell. He's like, hilarious. We're talking about the, the overall the basketball player. I think I think he's yeah. And he might. It's crazy because Lamelo's great, but I would not be surprised if Ant develops the higher ceiling as the dominant player. I can see that. On the oh, I can floor. see that. I can definitely see that. I can see Lamelo being somebody that always impacts the game, but I can see Ant Man being somebody like you know. A floor general score, yeah, everything. MVP, yeah. face of the franchise. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> there was a, they played your heat the other day, and you know Butler. <laughs> did you hear about? Did you hear what happened? Okay. Yeah. So uh, he was having an interview afterwards, and they asked him about it, and he was like, "Them was two grown men." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, "Hey, what happened, Tusty?" Now he's but it's. That right there is a quality in itself, you know. For a young man, that's it. Yeah. No, for sure. But we, I mean, these ain't like I said, these ain't teens or nothing. You know what I mean? They men in the public eye, but it is good to see some of that shit. Cause I'm older, than, I'm older than. Them. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But even even still, bro, he he really, you can tell his team respects him as a leader. They look toward him. Um, his body language does a lot for his team and everything. But, he's, yeah. but that I mean. I can see him having the higher ceiling out to Lamelo, but Lamelo is my rookie of the year. Yeah, mine too. That doesn't, you know, what I'm saying rookie of the year doesn't mean they'll have the right. That's not the better career. Right, right, right. Um, so then, what about uh, MVP? I'm not gonna lie. This will be the first time I've even talked about who I think it would be. Me too. MVP is yeah, part of this me too. Year. Honestly, one because I do think it's one of the driest races. Of the it year. is not in a bad way. Not in a bad I don't way. No, I think just, it is a bad way. Not nah, because I just think there's not. I mean, there's been people hurt. Okay, let me stop. Yeah. There's been people hurt. The big man has a return. That's a good thing, right? That's Joking what I'm saying. So it's been like a lot of people. It's been One, it's been a lot of players playing high-level basketball, and their team doesn't have the best record. And then there's been high-level basketball players you would expect to win the MVP that's been injured. <laughs> or there's three of them who could win MVP, and they play together. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah true. So it's like, but the people that win the MVP race, like Embiid, Jokic, Steph, Steph has definitely put himself in the conversation with the last mm-hmm. month. Yeah, I think but, he's but I, 35 points a game or something shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I would love to see it go there. Yeah, I want to see one of the big men get it too. Because, I mean, shit, they do carry their teams, bro. Yeah, they both they carry them. their team. Yeah. So their teams are not near halfway as good without them on the floor. So, no, no. And I, close. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't be picking the Sixers. And they've been cooking every big man. Yeah, they I mean, everybody. I believe those two are. Head and shoulders above any other big man. Yeah, they be cooking everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we agree. Then it comes down to those two. Um, I don't really care either way either. Uh, I don't like 76ers, obviously, being a Celtics fan, so I'd rather see Joe Keeps with it, but whatever. doesn't really matter. Say what? As as <laughs> this man don't care, y'all. He's going to let you know that. He's you, know, oh, you know I'm a hater. <laughs> I'm a Celtics fan. I'll be a hater. That man going to let you know immediately I'm not fucking with it. <laughs> Plus, Embiid as well. I mean, I don't know. He just... He's really, really cocky, I guess. And he just sometimes it's it's off putting. I think he's one of the, the the most skilled big men of all. No, no, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, he's yeah, bro. It's like he's a more like nimble. I'm glad that I get to watch somebody I'm like. Not say that. I think it's good that whoever's great basketball fans right now get to watch a big man like. Yeah, because the big man has been out of style for a while. You're right. So I mean, Jokic is skilled, but those European big men are usually skilled. They're yes. usually finesse. Yeah, lift strength. You know uh, what I mean, like they're usually like unorthodox. Who was the other? Who was uh, very skilled basketball players that can pass, shoot? I forgot. And Sabonis' dad, Arvidas, that dude could pass like a mofo. Say what? You know what I'm saying? Great yeah. Music. 
Oh, definitely. But Embiid got defense. He got crazy moves, got crazy footwork. Which is crazy because he's also only been playing since, like, a senior in high school or something. Yeah, bro. He's like, so he's still growing up as well. Player. Like, like I said, you get to see somebody that was, like, the dream. I was going to say he was a low-budget Hakeem, but I didn't want to go that far like you did. I was That's why I said I wasn't going to say it, but, you know, I kind of agree with you. From somebody that's like, you know, back then if you didn't get to see that. Right. So, okay, what do you think about this controversy of the play-in tournament? Mm. How do you feel about this play-in tournament? LeBron came out and said the dude should be fired. Say what? Mark Cuban and, and Luca came out against it. But obviously the league is making mad money off of it. Um, the, the corporations are all making money off it. It's all better for us fans, right? More games for us to watch. Um, I, I mean, I guess it depends too, too. Because if you're like me and you're a Celtics fan and you're in the play on day, you might get beat by the Hornets. Maybe you don't want to play in tournament. You know what I'm saying? But again, I don't know. Like It stops tanking. Right. And I mean, in league, they may develop slow, but they develop. And you always have the fans like it. Yeah. It's fans it. like it. The fans appreciate it. I, I mean, I think more of the headline that people want is that LeBron spoke up against it, really, or that people spoke up against Right. And when LeBron says something, obviously. But it's uh, ratings were up 25% in April. And then teams are obviously forced to play, so there's no changing, right? So you can't just mm-hmm. sit Steph Curry and just say, fuck it, for a draft pick, right? Yeah, so that's right. They're going to get that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're going to work They're gonna work the players as much as they can, you know what I mean, to get – accommodate the fanhood and stuff like that. And like I said, I, the leagues always develop. You know what I mean? It's like a... The evolution. Play getting more money. So owners are going to want more out of it. No doubt. No doubt about that. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> but uh, once again, I will say from an entertainment standpoint, I think it's dope because it could develop a lot of like... I'm not saying the game lacked a type of fierceness, but it could give... Some underdog teams, some so like, you can see a lot of things happen with the player tournament that you can see happen in the NCAA basketball tournament. Exactly. With four with four extra teams, you're gonna have obviously more games, more excitement, more chances for teams, you know, like you said, the Hornets or the Wizards. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Beal and Russ, Russ right? So Beal and Brody. Shout so out to Russ, bro. shout out to Brody. You know me and you were both huge huge, bro- huge Brody fans over here. Ain't nobody there will be no Brody slander <laughs> at all. Never, not in my presence. All. Not in this not, not in this nah. not at all. Nope. Denied. So shout out to Brody, the new triple double king. UCLA Bruin. I'm a Bruins fan, so I love me some West. Russell Westbrook, congratulations, my friend. And you know how we like to end things here on the Ball and Buds podcast with Omar's epilogue. And so earlier I mentioned how I did not want to see the Hornets or the Wizards in the play-in tournament because I know that our squad is just not cohesive right now. And those two squads have that hunger and that passion. And I just don't, I don't know. It's going to be tough to beat either one of them, so I'm a little bit worried. Uh, But let me give you the update on the play-in tournament as it stands tonight. I am putting this episode out tomorrow, Monday. The play-in tournament starts Tuesday. All the games just finished, so this is updated current right now as a just coming out. I will tell you the upcoming fight for these eight teams vying for these last four postseason spots. Woo-wee! It's going to be a doozy. Uh, So all the action will tip off on Tuesday, right? The Eastern Conference will have its 10th-seeded Charlotte Hornets 
going to the ninth-seeded Indiana Pacers, followed by the eighth-seeded Wizards traveling to the number seven Boston Celtics. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Worried to see Brody and Beal in a play-in tournament game, right? And if we lose that game, what happens if we have to see Charlotte, right? That could be two easy, quick losses in a row, and boom, we in the lottery. So, I mean, I guess wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It's not like I, I don't think we're going to win a championship, so maybe the lottery pick would be better at this point. Uh, anyways, musings for another day. Uh, the Western Conference play and matchups. We will have the number 10 San Antonio Spurs. Wow, the Spurs are back in the playoffs. They uh, Under Pop's guidance, they uh, actually played really well with the team that they have this year. Uh, they'll be going to Memphis, number nine seeded Memphis Grizzlies. Wow, the Lakers. Yes, I said it. The defending champion Lakers will be the number seven seed. So both Boston and L.A. were both seven seeds. Just really tough uh, seasons for the two top franchises, two major franchises in NBA history. Just had a little bit of a rough season this year. Injuries and all kinds of things contributed. So I, I think both teams will be back in the pack hot and ready next year. But they're going to go play the Warriors, right? They're going to go play the number eight Warriors. And uh, I don't know if they want to see Steph Curry, <laughs> right? If Curry goes off for like 60, maybe he can beat LeBron and Anthony Davis, right? So we'll see what happens. So the way this works, I know it's a little confusing, but let me just try to explain it to you. On the Eastern Conference side, both Charlotte and Indiana need to win twice to get the number eight seed, right? While the Wizards and Celtics, the winner automatically gets that seventh seed. So the winner of that game, Wizards and Celtics, and the winner of the Lakers-Warriors will automatically get that seventh seed, while the loser will play the winner of the 9-10 game, whether that be Charlotte or Indiana or San Antonio or Memphis, right? And then that team, whoever wins that game, gets the number eight spot. So a little bit confusing, but not really when you look at it. Uh, but anyways, it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for it. And then I'm excited for the playoffs as well, right? And then so we'll update you on the rest of the playoff bracket once the play-in tournament is done in our part two episode of our NBA playoff and finals preview. But just to let you know now, the first seed in the Western Conference was the Utah Jazz. The first seed in the Eastern Conference was the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, the second seed in the Western Conference, the Phoenix Suns. The second seed in the Eastern Conference, the Brooklyn Nets. The third seed in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets. And the third seed in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, we know the Knicks captured number four, as did the Clips in the West. Uh, number five seeds would be your Dallas Mavericks and Atlanta Hawks. Uh, both two squads that really scrappy this year, right? Like, they, they played much better than, than most of us thought they would be. You know, uh, five seed is pretty good for the, both of those teams. Six seed, finally, you got the Heat. Watch out for Ron's Heat, right? They could upset the Bucks and they could go back to the conference championship and, you know, wouldn't even be surprised, like he said, if they if they go back to the finals. Uh, and in the West, you got the Portland Trailblazers, who was always a tough out. You got to watch out for Dame time. Dame's that dude. Dame Dalla. Anyways, uh, so that's the updated playoff picture right now. And I will hit you with part two. I'll update you with the rest of that. So have a great fucking week. I love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Once the podcast drops, subscribe to stay updated and download all the new episodes. Until then, stay safe, take care of yourself, be kind to each other, and spread love the Omar way. Holla, 5,000.